Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Episode 3 of Live, Laugh, Leaps tackles the Stanley Cup final. And boy, this one was a little bit more thrilling than the previous two. Steven Stamkos returns. He scores. He becomes unfit to continue. Then he watches and cheers on what was an absolutely superb performance from his teammates uh, the rest of the way for a 5-2 victory in Game 3. Lightning now lead 2-1. to It can actually finish it off this weekend with a back-to-back on Friday and Saturday. Mike, it's about time we had something seriously worthy of sinking our teeth into. Don't, are we, have we reached that point where we deserve something? Absolutely. I mean, this was... I don't like to consider myself a religious man too much, but Steven Stamkos gutting it out through 55 days in the bubble to come back and it within the first 10 minutes of the, of his first game in two, over 200 days, scoring a goal that should have been the game winner, even though it, it didn't end up being, it was the high skin goal that, that knocked it out. That is a sign from God. That is at that point, I was like the Tampa Bay lightning are going to win the Stanley cup. There's no doubt about it. That is, you could tell it was a completely different, like the mojo that was going through that team was remarkable getting their, getting their guy back. And look, if Stamkos never plays again, then this will be one of the coolest, most unique stories in playoff history where this guy who is so used to being hurt for so many monumental things guts it out through this crazy pandemic-induced thing, guts out for 55 days in a bubble, gets five, gets five shifts in the first period, Seven total seconds of possession time as they kept talking about it. And he ends up scoring a very pivotal, pivotal goal that was beautiful too. Incredible. This, is, this was far and away the most entertaining game of the cup final for sure. And could be the story of the whole playoffs. I like how you mentioned the mojo because obviously, you know, there was a discernible lift in the lightning bench with Steven Stamkos back. The goal obviously helped that. But what, it, what did happen is that it carried through beyond, you know, the fact that Steven Stamkos was all of a sudden not ready to continue anymore. The fact that he was just, that he went to, you know, back in the tunnel, he was late coming back from the second period. He did come back, but just sat on the bench and had a couple spins uh, between whistles. But all that energy that they seemed to get from Stamkos' return, it wasn't affected and it wasn't impacted at all by the fact that he was suddenly unable to play again. And I think that was it was just a big thing to get to the point where he was there again. It doesn't even matter. I don't think that Mm -hmm. he might not be there to play the rest of the postseason because he got to the point where he had this impact. And now that storyline, while obviously it's going to be the one that really carries through the, you know, it's, it's going to be huge for the next five games, potentially. uh, It doesn't matter as much anymore because it won't be, 
you know, Steven Stamkos coming onto the ice that they lift the Stanley Cup and he's, you know, he's got street clothes over a jersey that's not, you know, blood and sweat soaked. Uh, and, and you'll have that, like, incomplete element of it. Yeah, sure, he might not play in the clinching game if they do indeed win. Uh, but he had an impact in these playoffs. He had a major impact in these playoffs. And it wasn't just the goal. It was everything that came with this Game 3 victory. Uh, it sort of it wipes away, at least in the eyes of a lot of people, a lot of people being onlookers, because we don't really know how Steven Stamkos feels. But for everyone that's, you know, going to be writing about hockey, watching hockey, fans of hockey, they, they don't have this feeling that Steven Stamkos wasn't a part of it because he became a part of it even before he scored, but the moment he stepped on the ice for game three. Yeah, the moment he stepped on the ice for game three, you could tell that this was a different game. This is a different team. They just looked the energy that was just radiating through that bench. Like there were so many shots of Stamkos smiling and laughing on the bench with his teammates and you know, him and Kucherov, you know, laughing through like a strategy session. And it was, he, you could just tell, like, think about it. Like I've, I've said it two times now, but third one, like 55 days in this bubble and that great ESPN um, featurette about, you know, what life is actually like in the bubble came out and elite. And the big part of that was that a lot of these guys, you know, they at least had games to play to distract themselves from this and to get into a rhythm. Stan Coast didn't, he had to be in there just doing the most, likely just doing the most arduous rehab, you know, workouts. And he, and if it all ended up amounting to just five shifts in it on the route to a Stanley cup, I think for him, it'll be worth it. And for his teammates to see their captain go through all that, just so he could possibly get back for, for five shifts, seven seconds, total possession and a goal. I mean, that, that, that is, we, we talk about intangibles a lot. And a lot of the time, you know, they get swept under the rug and there are a lot of times where intangibles are a little overrated. But a guy like, but that, that changes the makeup of the team. That changes the way they support each other. That changes the way they view the game. And I think there was a sense of invincibility around the Lightning tonight. There was a sense of just, you could tell from puck drop, they were, we are going to win this game. And they did. Like it was, and, and I think it goes to show that their performance even elevated after Stamkos was lost in that mm-hmm. second period. They outshot, they, out, they outshot Boston, or not Boston, Dallas, 21 to four in the second period alone. And it now gives them the opportunity to say, we can do it without him and we can do it with him. Who can stop us now? Because Boston folded in this, or I keep saying Boston, Dallas folded in this game. I just want Boston to fold. But no, Dallas folded in this game. And if and getting in the combination of getting Stamkos back and the domination that they just put on their opponent, Tampa, Tampa has to be on top of the world right now, as they should be. So I guess it's worth recapping a little bit what, of what mm-hmm. happened. Obviously, we know that Stamkos had a major impact and wasn't available for the rest of the game. Uh, but it really started on a Nikita, Nikita Kucherov goal that was sort of self-inflicted. I mean, you talk about uh, Dallas folding in this game. They kind of just self-destructed right away. Oh, I mean, yeah. that Miro Heiskanen pass or, uh, you know, miscue was something that we just hadn't seen from him in these playoffs. And it set Kucherov up for that breakaway goal. Uh, but it really was about Stamkos, and Stamkos made it two to nothing. And you mentioned, you know, all these days in the bubble, or the 200 days since his last game. And this was not just, you know, a lucky goal off the knee, you no. know, a rebound. This was a Steven Stamkos goal. I guess a Steven Stamkos goal would be a one timer, but this was a skilled goal. I mean, get. he took a great pass from Hedman. He beat Essa Lindell, Norris Trophy nominated. Well, not nominated. No, get Norris it, Trophy we'll get voted it. on. Voter, get voter, voter, getter. Get voter, uh, yeah. <laughs> vote, whatever. It shouldn't have happened, all right? It should not have happened. Anyway, he slipped him. 
and then he beat Anton Kudobin with it with an amazing shot and yeah. the reaction was just incredible and it just carried through as I mentioned I mean Ryan McDonough was spoke in the post game and just he, what he was asked what he was going to remember and he just mentioned that you know the, the the positivity and the energy on the bench was unlike anything he'd really experienced before and the fact that okay so you, we know why the positivity was like that it was because Steven Stamkos their captain came back but working all this time just to get in and the fact that that didn't deflate the lightning that he went out and, and, and instead it just raised their level uh, was is remarkable because that's what it was all about. It was getting back to that point. It wasn't about him, you know, taking the torch and carrying them through into the into the championship because he was the one with fresh legs and he was going to get it done and he was their ace in their hole, ace in the hole, the weapon. He was going to be the trump card and all this. It was just about him getting to that point. Mm. And now that they've checked that off, I think they've been like liberated by this. And you're right. It, I mean, it just seems like Tampa ha- Tampa is going to win this thing because of what ha- not. Not completely because of what happened, but this was the thing that just, you know, created that separation between these two teams. It's very narrative-based, but it just seems right. Absolutely. Like, there's a movie reference coming up here, so so just bear warning. Hit me, hit me with it. Like, he, he's their Rudy. Like, he was in this game, he was their Rudy. He, yeah, sure, Rudy only got one sack, but that one sack propelled the whole team to victory. Like, it's, it, Steven Samkos is much better than Rudy. Let's put it that, let's, let's get that out of the way in the movie he's you know not a great football player but the but it was more of like the performative the the I guess the metaphor of this kid making it into a game and not only just making it there but doing something putting his stamp on the game even if it was only for a singular moment that matters that matters to the the makeup the mental makeup of a team so in their minds they were like okay this our our captain our leader our our you know maybe consensus best player here has just gutted out hell in this bubble for, for 55 days. Like I said, you know, he's, he's watched us play. He's, he's, you know, watching the sidelines. He's put in his, his rehab all just to just get a taste of what we take for granted every day. Well, we take, you know, we get to step on the ice and play this game. And he had to go through all this just to get on there for five shifts. And he ends up scoring and showing, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm part of this. I now officially have like, yeah, when, he, he's, when he's on a game sheet, he's officially part of it. But that one goal, he's now contributed to this outcome. That, I think, meant more than anything. It was just him getting there, him being able, working himself back to be able to be healthy enough for that moment, even if it didn't last, was remarkable. And it was, uh, like, this is going to be one of the most unique, interesting, you know, stories in, in, the, in, in uh, I guess, Stanley Cup history, where this guy just, you know, he plays five shifts in a game, but he gets a goal, and he, he really kind of liberates this whole team because – yeah, like from puck drop, they were totally different. But it was almost like you said, like they didn't deflate. They did the opposite of when he was left. They got, they rose. They got better. It's like he, it's like his spirit. The fact that he went on there, his spirit like conjured them up. It was, it was remarkable. This is, this is one of those stories that makes hockey fun. It's just like this is cool. This is cinematic. This is what the the Stanley Cup final needs. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's, it's been like the Tampa Bay Lightning have been trying to win it for Stamkos, but mm-hmm. today it went from winning it for Stamkos to winning it with Stamkos and then winning it for Stamkos again. But it made it a lot easier now that they got to that point together, it mm-hmm. seems. I mean, the psyche of Stamkos seems to reflect the psyche of the Lightning, or at least it did tonight. And it makes sense because this is a tormented – this is a player with a tormented past. Oh, yeah. I mean, he broke his leg, which cost him a, a shot at the Olympic team. And there was no Olympics in 2018. Mm-hmm. He had blood clots in 2016, I think, and was not around for uh, the Stanley Cup run, – the run to the Stanley Cup or the Eastern Conference Final, I believe, in 2016. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he was there in 2015. But – He's, he's had a lot that has gone wrong for such a great career. Uh, and and at, at the worst times, it seems it's as well. It's withholding from moments. When there's really, yeah, all these. So this was another moment, right? Yeah. This was something. And they understand his past. They understand his tormented past. And the fact that he was able to get in on this game just elevated their, you know, psyche as well. So it's all like, it's all part of the, the machine. He's such a central figure and a, and a, and a key cog in that that him getting to that point where he was a part of it again simply lifted up the lightning. And as much as it was about Steven Samkos tonight, what we really saw was the central figures for the lightning throughout this postseason. So obviously not Stamkos really elevate their game. I mean, Victor had been scored his 10th of the postseason. Uh, that's like the third best mark ever for a defenseman in the playoffs. And then the top line, which, you know, has been absolutely remarkable in these playoffs, but more so recently, Braden Point, Andre Platt, Nikita Kucherov, all three of them scored goals. They were responsible for the headman goal after losing a, a face-off on the power play and digging it out themselves. Like those three players on that top line plus headman were absolutely brilliant in this game, picking up Stamkos, winning it with Stamkos, whatever you want to say. It was the same guys doing it over and over and over and over again. And again tonight, even though Stamkos is going to get, you know, a lot of the attention in this one. Yeah, and, and if it wasn't for that high school goal in the third period, they would have won it because of Stamkos, because he had the game winner on record. So it's, he just is ruining our movie moments. It's the worst, but we'll move on from that. Um, yeah, no, it, like that, this, was, this was an absolute beatdown on, on, at the hands of, or, uh, yeah, at the, hands of the, the Lightning. I mean, they had, I just have some advanced stats here, if it's okay. Um, Let's go you know, for it. 57.1% Corsi, five on five, the 62.5 expected goals. This was just an unbelievable, complete game. And you know what? Any other – I have – because this is Live, Laugh, Leafs, we always have to look at this in our, um, you know, in, in our Leafs perspective. And I had this weird thing where, you know, when, when Tampa let that 5-2 goal in um, in the third period, I'm like, oh, it's only a three-goal game. They could blow this. But then I'm like, wait, no, it's Tampa. They're not going to do that. Like, it's – they locked it down. They're, they're just a responsible hockey team. And when you have the offensive talent that you have on display that we saw tonight and you're a responsible hockey team, you have a guy like Victor Hedman and you have defensive depth like, you know, McDonough and all these guys on their back end. It just, I don't, I don't see any holes in this team right now. I just don't there. And, and the one thing 
our biggest criticism of them when we were in uh, after game one was that they looked tired and kind of like worn out. They did not look tired tonight. They looked like fresh as daisies. They looked like yeah. they had just gotten into the bubble. It was remarkable. And Stamkos, he was like the fountain of youth for them. And if there, if if Tampa Bay, the, this was the only thing that was going to get in their way was the mental aspect of these of these playoffs because Dallas seemed like they had it all together. They were hardened. But if Tampa is not is is not only as talented as they are, but if they're feeling themselves too, it's game over, man. Like I, I can't see how Dallas comes back from this. No, this is really deflating, obviously, in many ways, because Tampa got what they were waiting for, and then it obviously went their way initially, but then mm-hmm. they lost it again, and it really didn't matter because those four players that I mentioned and that we've been talking about just basically took over the game. Mm-hmm. And everything that they've been doing so well, and even the things that they haven't been do- doing so well, seem to also take that step back. Like, the Tyler Sagan noise is getting louder. Oh, yeah. Jamie Benn has done nothing in this series. Anton Kudobin's this great story up until now because it hasn't looked particularly good for him for the last two games. Miro Heiskanen being this unflappable second or third year pro, uh, second year pro, I believe. Second, anyway, I think, a guy, yeah. anyway, a guy that's, you know, this is his coming up party and he's better than all these defensemen that we talk about, McCarr and Hughes and maybe even Hedman as well because he's going to win the Consmite Trophy. No, he, he, had, he had mistakes as well too. So everything that had been working isn't and the things that really weren't working uh have just come to the fore even more for dallas who needs to find something i mean there's got to be something that need they can rally around to get this going because it was undisciplined it was sloppy it was sort of uninspired everything that they sort of offered in this mm-hmm. game was frankly pretty disappointing and it looks like obviously tampa is taking control of this series uh and it could be over in a snap even when dallas uh, you know, obviously jumped out to the series lead and hasn't really, I mean, they haven't been in this position in a long time. They've been front runners since yeah. they came back against Calgary. They haven't had to, you know, really force the issue. And we've seen them at their best when they've had to play a little bit more aggressive, but this is a different animal here and Tampa Bay's feeling it. Uh, this could be over very quick. Has Dallas gotten anything from their top line players this in this series? Like it just, it feels like all their goals are coming from like, Kivy Ranta and like make a player guys on their fourth line. Like it just, uh, Tyler Sagan, like, yes, the noises, it, we, we started, we, we've really kind of honed in on the Tyler Sagan criticism. I think we're pioneers on that um, because it's really getting, it's really getting loud now. And he, and again, I didn't notice him for a second tonight at all. Like I, he's, I, I, it's been pointed out that he does things around, like around the puck, maybe not with it, but around it that, that, you know, don't go unnoticed. Like he's winning battles and he's blocking shots. And that's great. And I'm glad that he's doing that, but you're not getting paid, you know, as much as he is. And you're not being played as high up in the lineup as you are to, to, you know, block shots and do things that, you know, a, a sentient piece of wood could do, you know, it's like, it, you gotta, this guy, I, I didn't, I, he's supposed to be one of the best players in the league. And I didn't, I haven't seen him. I can't remember the last time I noticed him. So it's remarkable. And again, with, with Anton Kudobin, like he was our story. He was, he was getting into the con Smythe conversation. And even last, after last game, we were talking on this very podcast saying, you know, is, is the magic gone? No, he'll bounce back. It'll be fine. 867 save percentage his last two games. And those last two games only consisted of five periods because he got yanked after this one. Mm-hmm. Is the Anton Kudobin magic? Is it, is it wearing off? I think it might be. 
It might be. I mean, I, I, I mean, I guess he was pulled for good reason. Giving up five goals in two periods is yes. not what you want to do. I guess he was more load managed because there's such a busy schedule, and I don't think they really wanted to go to Ottinger. I think, as you mentioned, you know, this is a team that's come back and erased deficits before, but I think they realized that the writing was all was on the wall in this game. And yeah, we'd say it again about saying he was the letter 91, and the other 91 only played five shifts. Mm-hmm. I think we should. Uh, I sort of wrap the Steven Stamkos conversation sure. because he did come out in the post game and say, it's too early to tell what's going on for the rest of the series. Uh, he was very grateful and just seemed like he was, you know, at peace with himself because, you know, and the situation because he was able to get into one game and score that goal and have that moment with his teammates. Um, but if you were Steven Stamkos, how would you be feeling right now? I think that's, I think that should be, uh, I think it's an interesting question because only Steven question. Stamkos knows what Steven Stamkos is going to feel like if the Lightning get two more wins and he watches those two victories from the press box, press box, or, you know, he's rinkside or whatever in a sweater waiting to come on the ice. Only he's going to know how he feels about that. Only being, you know, being limited to five shifts, being limited to that one goal, touching the puck for seven seconds over the course of a two month stretch in which his team went on that championship run that they were always supposed to go on. So how would you feel if you were Stamkos, I guess, in this situation, knowing that you might not be able to come back in this series? It would be extremely bittersweet because on the one hand, you, go, you think, okay, I made it into a game where it looked like, looked like the odds were pretty long. I, don't, and I not only made it into a game, I scored a goal. My stamp is on this series. I almost had a game winner. You know, I, I, I was able to actually tangibly contribute because it's one thing where like, if you've watched the entire series in the press box and everyone's going to say, no, you were a big part of it, but you can't, like, there's always that voice in the back of your head where you go, oh, you know, but you weren't really a part of it. Like, you weren't on the ice. Like, they won this for you. Like, they'll, like, for the rest of, you know, for the rest of time, they'll be, taught, they'll be swapping stories about the cup run or, or we'll be watching the DVD of the cup run and you won't be out there. You won't be on it. But now he is. Now he's there and he'll probably have an entire, you know, half an hour segment dedicated to those five shifts alone. And it's great. At the same time, though, you want to, like, every hockey player lives for that moment when the buzzer sounds at the end of the game that you have clinched the Stanley Cup in and you get to throw your, your gloves and, and stick into the air and rush your goalie and hug your, hug your friends. And look, as much as you were able to get in there and there's that moral victory of making it back and grinding it out and doing your rehab, you want to you wanna have that. And he's had so many, like, if I'm Steven Stankos, I've had so many moments taken from me because of my body. I've had so many moments taken, because, taken from me because of my health. The Olympics, you know, the conference final run, all of this. I want to just have one moment where I'm able to be a normal hockey player and enjoy this. So I think if he can't come back, it'd be bittersweet because, yes, you got in there and you were able to do it. But, it, but at the end of the day, you had to kind of tap out. Look, they've proven that, he can, that they can win if Stamkos is in there for five shifts and then sits on the bench. I would, like – if they can find a way to do it at all, I know this is probably incredibly irresponsible. They won't do this, but I would just dress them. Like just have them on the bench. But Brian Burke would be furious if they did that. I know, but like, why not? Like, like they won, they did it. And like, clearly he has an impact on the bench when he's there and you give him that moment of being able to hop the boards and throw his gloves up and you're like, that matters so much. I I just, I want to see him happy. And he looked happy tonight, which is good. But if I'm him, and I can't play for the rest of the series, it's very bittersweet. Yeah, I don't think there's anything, any getting around the fact that it's going to be bittersweet. I mean, at least he does have this everlasting moment, you know, in this brief cameo 
and he did achieve something that was far more than being just, you know, an emotional oh. lift, which he clearly was. I mean, this was something, I, I mean, Justin Board said it great. Uh, he said, you know, when he's going into the Hall of Fame, they're going to talk about this story as an anecdote of him coming into the Stanley Cup final for five shifts and scoring a massive goal. And the fact of the matter, it does take some mental gymnastics to get to this point. But maybe they don't win the Stanley. They haven't won the Stanley Cup yet. I and mean, we're talking about it like they we have. We might as well talk about but, like that, though. It looks pretty yeah. I, I, I agree with you. But maybe, you know, what would the Lightning have done without the goal? We actually don't know for sure what would have happened, you know, in game three and beyond without him scoring that goal. Yes, the Lightning were up one nothing in the game. But that was such a crucial moment for them. Mm -hmm. And maybe, you know, the story is different in the end without him writing that chapter. I think it'll be tough for him to look at it that way, uh, even though he seems to be, you know, somewhat that piece and at least okay with, you know, his contributions are undeniable to this franchise. And he's going to, while it won't be the same, I think he's going to enjoy it. Uh, but I think maybe he can get to that point as well. Maybe he doesn't have to, but people will see it that way. Maybe the Lightning weren't going to get where they're going to go if that moment never happened. So I think he can, he can sleep a little bit easier tonight for sure. Maybe it won't be easy, but he should be, he should be, he should be satisfied, certainly. Look, if they win, as the years go by, the ring on his finger will mean will essentially serve its purpose. Like it will, it will be, it will, it will speak volumes. Opposed to you know, if he if he played one game, if he played every single game, he still has that ring on his finger. He'll be able. It'll stand the test of time. People will forget, you know, that that he didn't play that much in that in in that round, and they'll be able to. They'll be able to look at his career as a whole and go, okay, this guy is one of the best goal scorers we've ever seen, at least in this generation. And he's got a Stanley Cup ring. Good enough for me. And, you know, I, I think at the end of the, I think as the years go on, it'll be easier to get around that. But yeah, as an athlete, you want to be there. You want to be the heat of the action. And I'm sure it's killing Stamkos right now that he can't be in the game. I'm sure, he, I'm sure he's had a lot of really tough mental moments, a lot of tough, really mental hurdles, watching his teams, his teammates and his team go into these battles and he can't contribute and he's stuck in this environment that's all geared towards this competitiveness and he can't tap into that. I'm sure that's really, that's really bugged him. So being able to get in there and not only just get in there, but compete and conquer that moment and score that goal, that is as big a moral victory as you possibly can have in this sport, I think. So good on him for that. And if they, if they don't, like he, he says it's too early to tell, but if they don't see him in, for the rest of the series, they at least they know they have a, they have a, a captain that is dedicated to helping his team no matter what. Definitely. Uh, okay, let's wrap this baby up. Uh, let's do it. My check-in is going to be our last. No news and notes this time because it's all about Stamkos in this and episode. Happened. And nothing else has really happened. Uh, I mean, Braden pointed another big game. Nikita Kucherov obviously had another big game, but I think Victor Hedman just you know one step closer to inscribing his own name on the Consmite trophy because he was obviously brilliant again, scored another massive and massive goal that puts him, you know, in even better historical company. Uh, and he's just continues to do it all for this team, even though Steven Stamkos was able to lighten the load for him just a little bit tonight. Absolutely. He, Victor Hedman is everything you want in a defenseman. He's perfect. And it's, it's just watching him like he has this gravitas on the ice. Players respect him. He's able, he's just so big and gets so skilled and does everything really well, man. He's like, it, it, it shows a lot when you go back into the draft that he, you know, that he was picked in where it was him and Tavares. And I just wonder how different the trajectories of these two teams would be, you know, whether or not those two picks were flipped. Cause I don't think it would be really like that different. Like they're both incredible players and it really goes up to, to goes to show that like Tavares was a guy who was, 
hype is like the next great one from a very young age. And Hedman, you know, it's a, it's kind of a coin flip of whether or not he should be picked before him. Like it's this is remarkable. And if Hedman wins a Con Smythe, and you know, if he wins a Con Smythe here and a, and a Stanley Cup, I mean, that that's his ticket to the Hall of Fame, right? Like that, like he's 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 booked it. I, he he might have already booked it by now, but this that will be like the no no doubt. You can't you can't dispute it at all. No, and uh, Dallas Stars fans won't be happy for me to say it, but a far better story or a more appealing candidate for the Consmite Trophy, Victor Hedman, 100%, because it's all about legacy for me, and it's all about legacy for the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are within two wins of the Stanley Cup. We'll be back for Game 4 on Live, Laugh, Leafs Stanley Cup Final Edition. Mike, I'll let you sign it off. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.